You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity. We thank you so much for joining us. Whether you're dressed as Batman in British Columbia or you can't get enough comeback sauce at the local Greek restaurant in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> we thank you for joining us. <laughs> joining me, as always, is. Uh, John Long, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. My name's Tiny, and yes. we're here to talk about some more odd news. You got any odd news this week? Dude, got a lady who was spanking her son because he missed curfew. Got a parrot with some uh, foul language, too. Okay. Yeah. Those got are a, got, always fun. Yeah. Got a, got some good ones this week. Uh, the there news. was a lot of news this week. Right, yeah. I actually had trouble paring it down. Yeah, right. There's definitely a lot going on this week, so... <laughs> um, I'm, I bought a house, by the way. Oh, you bought a house. That's right. Still homeless, though, because can't move <laughs> in it for two weeks. But we, we're homeowners, and uh, we're homeless homeowners. So, Well, congratulations. Very rare category that I've shifted into in life. Yeah. It's a step up. It's it definitely is. a step in it the is. right direction. So just want to put a call out to all our listeners. We may need help moving. So <laughs> if you just want to <laughs> yes. you know, contact us through the show email, earthoddity at planetmail.net. Let me know if you have a trailer or a truck. And a strong back, you know, mm-hmm. we can work out a day. You can help us move our crap into the new house, so and we can get together and haul some cube. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we'll. Uh, I'll let you come on a, like a guest appearance on the podcast, depending <laughs> yes. on how much you move. You know, like I don't need you to come stand around while everybody else is moving. Yeah, it. but if you do some real work, we'll get you on the podcast. We'll let you say one word. Maybe an entire sentence. Yeah, depending maybe. on how good you were. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I will say, you know, tiny. Did offer to help me move last time. Somehow didn't show up. So, but he's still talking on the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. I've got some good stories too. We've I've got some stories from Canada, some stories from Hawaii. But first, I want to start to this. Start with this story. And before I even get into this, I would like to say that domestic abuse is never funny. It's not cool. No. If you are in a relationship where y'all are having some problems, maybe you need to find some help. Right. There are laws in most jurisdictions. Absolutely. But this is a story about a Japanese man who he tied up his wife and he assaulted her. And why did he do this? Was it because, you know, she... She wouldn't fulfill her wifely obligations. Was it because of the house wasn't clean? No, it was because she had been trolling him on oh. his YouTube channel in the okay. comments. Well, you know, there's never an excuse for domestic abuse. Uh, <laughs> yes. But, uh, I mean, sometimes maybe, I mean, maybe. I can understand it. You know? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. I can understand it. <laughs> it says here, a 44-year-old Japanese man taped up his wife and he kicked her in the head after oh. learning she had trolled his YouTube videos for months with slurs like baldy and idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which... I mean, I guess it's a, it's good that YouTube has provided her an outlet to share her true feelings uh, she about just, her husband. Yeah. She could have just told him in person. <laughs> or maybe this is why maybe she did Maybe this is why she didn't. It says that in March, an Oita City man discovered his 36-year-old wife had been behind the abuse and also recruited her friends to leave comments as well. Mm. The husband had ambitions to become a paid YouTuber and documented Ada's restaurants and sites areas to try and gain views. During the trial, which opened on May 21st, he admitted to the attack on his spouse. 
The ruling is due on June 6th. Japan Today reported the husband is facing up to three years in prison. Earning a living on YouTube is a tough business. Video creators need a thousand subscribers before they can put adverts in their videos. Once that milestone has been reached, then they are paid less than pennies for the views that they get. They take 55% of their advertising revenue, meaning every 1,000 views will earn the YouTuber just over three, I guess that's three cents. Okay. It's whatever the Japanese, Japanese denomination is, yeah. but it's not much. Anyway, she uh, she did not agree with his ambitions <laughs> right. to become a paid YouTuber. <laughs> I can identify my yeah. wife. She doesn't exactly appreciate my podcasting hobby. I was going to ask, do we still have a YouTube channel? Like, we, are we still automatic? Does it still automatically upload it, our shows? Yes, on it? our show is automatically uploaded to YouTube. There you go. Everybody every go subscribe. We only need a thousand. <laughs> you know? We only I need a thousand. Have, and I'm being generous here, maybe 10 subscribers okay. the last time I checked. 990 more. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If you want to call us baldy or idiot oh, yeah. or anything down in the comments, we will not assault you for it. Yeah. I promise. Well, don't you know, like, when he, like, sat down at the computer one night and she had left her like Gmail account logged in or whatever. And he was like, why is, uh, you know, <laughs> mean mom two, five, six, seven still logged in here. What is this about? Then did I put two and two together? He's like, where's my duct tape? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> where's my duct tape? All I wanted to do, honey, was have a YouTube channel and tell people about our wonderful city. And you're on here calling me baldy all day. He's like, ah, Pikachu 24 seven. You did it again. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Why are they constantly calling me names down in the comment section? Oh, well, wait a minute. Why is that my wife's Gmail account? Right. I don't know what would be worse is if is your wife trolling you, you know, anonymously right. or if she's just doing it straight to your face. I would appreciate it if my wife would start trolling me anonymously and yeah. quit calling me mean <laughs> right. words to my yeah, face. So I'm starting to think too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, hey, I have feelings. I have to remind Deidre of that every once in a while. I was like, hey, you know, I do have feelings too, right? <laughs> yes. you know, I just want you to know I have feelings just like you do, and I don't say everything that comes in my mind, so you don't have to either. <laughs> I know. But, uh, because I've noticed when I say whatever comes into my mind, oh, it it's, hurts. it's not long before there's tears right. and there's calls to the mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. And I'm such a mean person. Yeah. But then when the shoe's on the other foot, I'm expected to just man up. You just got to take know? it. You just got to take it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I do. I just bury it down into that like <laughs> deep, dark place right down in the middle of my soul where all the other trauma I've been through in my life is living. Tara used to have this thing that she would say is, that's not fair. Oh, yeah. Does Deidre, did she ever use that? No. Or that? Tara, uh-uh. Tara she, you know, I'd say something, well, that's not fair. And I want to say about uh, three years into our marriage, I was like, you know what? It's not that it's not fair. She that's just what she says whenever I make a good point. Right. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> it don't work anymore. Yeah. I just you know I just take it. You know I just take <laughs> it going about my life, and I'm just like, yeah, well, you know, I do a lot of bad stuff too, so I can understand. But one thing upset. I don't do is tie up my wife and kick her in the head. Absolutely. Like I would say, <laughs> yes. compared to this guy, me and you are like all star husbands. You yes. know. And I try to remind that to Deidre. You know, sometimes I'm like, hey, I know you got it rough. You know, and that I don't help out as much for the kids as I need to. And, you know, I didn't fold the laundry in the basket, but I'm not beating you. I haven't gambled all our money away at the casino. I have it with a restaurant. I tried to business. Yeah, I'm not addicted to drugs or anything like that. You Anymore. Know, you got to, There are women out here that would love to be with me. You know, they would think they were treated like a queen. Yes. And uh, and I'm sorry I left my socks laying by the door when I, I came in. I could go down to the... Ladies battered shelter and have oh, my yeah. pick. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Us women would love me. Yeah. Well, you know, I just try to let her know, you know. But yeah, we don't Dieter and I don't have a whole lot of problems since we've been together so long. We worked all that out in like the first two years of yeah. of dating. So I would also like to say this. You know, we're living in an era now where engagement is king. Yeah. It's it's not so much I mean, don't get me wrong. Downloads are big. Views are huge. Yeah. But what advertisers really want to see is engagement. Right. So good, bad, it don't matter. Right. What you really want is comments. Exactly. So really, she was yeah. really doing him she a favor. She was helping him out. Yeah. Right. Maybe she just thought it was funny. You know, like, this is a joke. And well, he's really going to think <laughs> this is funny when he finds out it's me. Well, I think it's funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. But 
Yeah, I don't know. That's why I've told people when they leave us reviews, they can say bad stuff about us as long as they as say long as it's five, five stars. stars. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what, what the deal is. I don't mind it. <laughs> well, let's move on here to one of our favorite topics, and that's Bigfoot. Yes. All right. I love Bigfoot. You love Bigfoot. You I'll, don't believe like I believe. but I'm skeptical, but I want to believe like Fox Mulder. Right. And I will talk about every Bigfoot story that comes across my desk. Absolutely. Well, this comes to us from ValdostaToday.com, very trusted news source. <laughs> um, Bigfoot sightings in northeast Georgia is the headline. Um, this is from Cherry Log, Georgia. Everybody knows where Cherry Log, Georgia is. And as according to witness reports, there have been two sightings in the last week of a tall, dark, and perhaps not so handsome big, Bigfoot creature in northeast Georgia. Okay, now that's not cool. Do we really have to... Shame Bigfoot's appearance. Yeah. I mean, he can't I mean, help what on. he looks like. Yeah. I mean, it's like his wife's trolling him on this news article. <laughs> I mean, stay woke on this. Come on. <laughs> um, on Expedition Bigfoot uh, Facebook page, uh, which operates a museum dedicated to Bigfoot in Cherry Log, Georgia, wrote in a post that a driver braked when he saw what he described as a very dark, Seven to eight foot tall, hairy, two-legged creature with a pointed head walking along the shoulder of the road and into the woods around 8.30 p.m. on Monday, May 20th, between Elijay and Blue Ridge, Georgia. Hmm. And on Memorial Day, the Facebook page provided an update stating that a man who had seen their original post had told them uh, he had seen a black or gray uh, one in Rayburn County near Clayton on his way to work. It was walking through a field early in the morning and knelt down at a branch where they were, uh, where there were trout present. And the guy went on to say, my own wife didn't believe me, I guess. <laughs> it, of course, his of wife course. didn't believe me. His wife's like, oh yeah, Baldy, yeah, I'm sure you saw right. Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, uh, it wasn't no bear. And it was walking straight up like a human with long arms swinging back and forth like a monkey. <laughs> According to witnesses, he got out of his truck to get a better look. Uh, the closest distance between him and the creature was around 50 feet. That's pretty That's close. That's pretty dang close. Yeah. At which time the creature saw him and walked back into the woods. And according to the Charlotte Observer, um, the museum is operated by David Bakara who said there have been other Bigfoot sightings in the mountains and the heavily forested region of northeast Georgia. A species with a high intelligence could feasibly avoid being discovered, especially when taking to, into account that the gorilla was not discovered until 1902 and new species are being discovered every year. It's a point I've been making for a long time. <laughs> yes. Um, according to the L.A. Times, in 2016, scientists discovered 18,000 new species on the Earth. So, Bigfoot's real. I mean, once again, <laughs> this confirms what I've been saying. Bigfoot's real. He's right. in Georgia. He'll be over here in Alabama before too long. Probably <laughs> was planning a trip to Six Flags or something. And uh, these people happened to get a glimpse of him. So, Well, you know, here a while back, there was a... I don't want to say a Bigfoot sighting, but do you remember this? I want to say about five, six years ago, on uh, headed out to Ralph. What's that road there? Eighty. Yeah, eighty-two. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a call that come in. There was oh, a lady yeah, saying right. she saw a gorilla. Mm -hmm. She thought that gorilla was on the loose. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> so, it was hundred percent Bigfoot 100 out there hanging Bigfoot. around Romulus Road or whatever in Ralph, Alabama. Right. Yeah. Well, how come one's never been shot or? Well, because Better they're smart. Evidence. They're smart. You just <laughs> you just can't. I mean, it's a primate. It's walking upright. It's more intelligent than a deer, right? right. So well, deer's is dumb. That's right. Yeah, they'll wander <laughs> they'll right out in the road right on you. you. Yeah, right in the middle of you. <laughs> uh, I think that's part of it. They're primates. Also, I think that even when we think, you know, we're humans yeah. and we go out in the woods and we think we're being quiet, we're not quiet at all. No, no, we're not. You know, I know that. Like our survival doesn't depend on us being quiet in the woods. So even, but, but a deer's does. You think that they would? Yeah, but a deer isn't as intelligent as Bigfoot is, of course, right? <laughs> has, has there been scientific studies showing yeah. that His, he took an IQ test <laughs> once? He took an IQ test once. Results were very blurry, but he was. Smart. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so, you know, I, I make this point. I think I've made it on this uh, show before. Yeah. I have been out in the woods my whole life in Alabama. A lot of woods in Alabama, if you don't know. Um, and I've seen a bobcat maybe three or four times. Right. Well, we know we have a huge bobcat population mm-hmm. in Alabama. You just don't see them that much. You yeah, know? but there's like stuffed bobcats. Sure. And people have seen them. It's a them. cat, right? Yeah. Okay, so you can get one. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not gonna you're not gonna outfox Oh, Bigfoot. It's just not more than likely, you know, right. that Bigfoot's going like, to come wandering up while you're sitting in your tree stand. Right. Yeah, you know, I just think it's a little smarter. Okay. And that's all I'm saying. And well, it's definitely real. <laughs> everybody knows he's real. That's a standard, like, conspiracy theory. They act like everybody knows that whatever they're saying is fact. You know, <laughs> chemtrails are, like, you know, giving us all cancer. Everybody, everybody knows. knows this. Right. Yeah. I, I hear everybody and knows then a lot. they follow it with, do, you got to do your own research, man. I'm not doing it for you. You got to do your own research. <laughs> yes. you know, that's another standard one. So maybe Never I need mind. to start throwing that in there. Never mind. Maybe I've, you know, done some research of my own and right. arrived at a different conclusion. Yes. No, you got to do yeah. his no, research. Yeah, because whatever research you looked at is tainted. You know, yes. the government's like got their hands <laughs> in it and all that. Yeah. The standard conspiracy theory. Talk. Right. But I'm just saying, I, 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 my biggest thing is we've had Bigfoot myths from prehistoric time until now. Well, I will say back in prehistoric times, there was Gigantopithecus. Okay. Yes. So, true. right. You know, again, look, I don't know. I would, I, I would love for Bigfoot to be sure. real. I hope he's real. Yeah. I think he might would show up on a few more game cameras. I think that's my plan. I think I went over that. <laughs> he did. Get somebody like Bill Gates <laughs> to just fund it, and let's just put game cameras on every tree in the world. But maybe some of these Bigfoot myths are just leftover stories of Gigantopithecus. Maybe. You know, back in the... But who whenever. are the people that are going around putting Bigfoot prints everywhere across the globe? You know? Like, that's <laughs> a huge prank to pull <laughs> with is. not enough, like... You know, payoff. It is, but there have been guys busted sure. doing that. Sure. So, yeah, there are guys, you know, busted making crop circles. I don't mean aliens aren't real, you know? <laughs> well, it don't, but it could. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to do your own research, Tiny. Yeah. You got to do your own research. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all oh, I'm saying. Man. Just to our listeners, do your own research. Okay. Real quick, I know we got other stories to move on to, but pointed head, is that a common feature among Bigfoot species? If he's in the South, it's probably a clan hat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this gotta this guy go with, you know, the the straightest, shortest answer here. Oh, Seems more likely to me. Well, Bigfoot is in my if that's true, he is no longer the gentle giant that he is portrayed as. That's right. No, yeah. Shame on you, Bigfoot. Bigfoot's been canceled. All right. He's an alt right Pepe loving That's right. Racist. Yes. Going to a clan rally at Ole Miss or whatever. And and that's why no one's seen him is because he's got the He's got the hood on. You know? The perfect cover for him. Perfect cover for him. Yeah. Oh, I hate Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot. <laughs> officially canceled. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to follow that up with this story. This is a very short story. But this happened in British Columbia, and there was a uh, <laughs> there was a domestic dispute that was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, police had received word that there may be a gun involved, so they set up a perimeter and guess who showed up to try to lend a helping hand? Bigfoot. Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next best thing. A man dressed as Batman is turned away by the police in British Columbia after offering them his help. <laughs> this is a job for Batman, or maybe not. He may be the caped crusader, but even Batman is not allowed to cross a police line, no matter how honorable his intentions. All right. The realistic-looking comic book superhero appeared to have traded in his usual Batmobile for a pickup truck, but there was no mistaking who he had come to help the local police force in Kailua, British Columbia. 
The fearless fighter was caught on camera by a fellow motorist who managed to capture the humiliating turnaround after being told to return to the bat cave. <laughs> yeah, that's Bat- got to hurt your pride. <laughs> I know. Batman was seen walking back across the street to his car, looking rather sullen and rejected, his cape not flowing quite as majestically as it should. <laughs> if he'd have listened to his police scanner, he would have realized that the police were responding to a domestic incident and likely didn't need his help. Upon approaching the armed officers during the incident to offer them assistance, cops assured him that they had it under control. But there's pictures. There'll be a link in the show notes. These cops are setting up a a perimeter, and all of a sudden a black pickup truck with Batman like airbrushed on it, like a big, (laughs) huge bat signal pulls up. And this dude, look at these pictures, man. It's not just... Oh, wow. That's pretty. That looks like an authentic. I was about to say, it's not like a $2 Batman outfit that you get at dirt cheap. Yeah, or Spirit Halloween or whatever. No, it's not a Spirit Halloween costume. This guy is like full on cosplay. Wow. You know, trying to win a trophy or something at at the the, convention. Yeah, at the nerd convention. Yeah. (laughs) He walks up and offers his help, and they uh, they told him to go back to the Batcave. Hurt your little bat pride right there. (laughs) You know? They don't know who he is. No, they don't know who he is because he's disguised. Right. Well, so he's what if they asked for his like ID and he pulled it out and it said Bruce Wayne on it? <laughs> you know? That would be awesome. <laughs> the, the way the domestic dispute ended, there wasn't a gun involved, right. so everything ended fine. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. That's good. You know, thank you, Lord. Right. But don't be trolling your husband's Facebook page <laughs> yes. or his YouTube channel. <laughs> And I just, you know, I understand that the cops, they could have potentially been dealing with lives here. And also, not only that, but they are potentially responsible for what takes place. Yeah. But if I'm the police officer, I so badly want to just say, you know, yeah, go go, go try it out. <laughs> yeah. Go see right. what you can Set do. Set on in there, buddy. <laughs> well, I was thinking, what if, uh, you know, just to get some publicity for the show, you and I went out and you dress like Batman. <laughs> And I dress like Robin, and we just start showing. We get a police scanner. We just start showing up places. Like we're here to help, guys. You know, I mean, and if you don't know what Tiny and I look like, go to our Instagram page. There's a picture of us there. I yeah. look like Robin next to him because he's like double my size in this picture. And I just think it'd be funny if that I'm would in be like hilarious. some green tights and little shorts, and my <laughs> belly's like hanging over them and everything. Yeah. And then, you know, like, we'll get interviewed. Surely we'll get on, like, the local news, and we'll be like, hey, listen to Earth Island Podcast, guys. We're just out here trying to help the community. Trying to help the community. That's right. We, just, we, we, we love this community. We want to help it. You know, we don't want any, you know, untoward things happening at any of our local restaurants. So we're here to help, guys. Yes. <laughs> I'm saying we might let's put that one in the hopper. We'll let that marinate right. for a little bit. That might be a good marketing idea for us. We might get handed a mop. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <my> soul. <laughs> so, speaking of Batman and yes. Robin, um, everybody's favorite Chicago Bull player of all time is certainly Bill Cartwright <laughs> or Jerry Sloan. Nah, uh, yeah, of course, Michael Jordan. He was Batman. His Robin was Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting to the point of all of this. <laughs> well, we have an article that came out from the Chicago Tribune that says Scottie Pippen is suing a five-year-old girl. Uh-oh. Yeah. For alleged, How dare she? What'd she do? <laughs> for alleged crayon defacement of his mansion. <laughs> um, the legal battle over a trash mansion between NBA Hall of Famer Scottie Pippen and lawyer turned stand-up comic Lindsey Glazier Woolshin isn't heard, over yet. Never, never heard, heard of him. Yeah, must be her career still must or his. Lindsey's <laughs> like it can go either way. You don't want to misgender. Yeah, don't want to misgender. Yeah, Lindsey's definitely uh, you know Lindsey. What's the senator guy or Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham. Yeah, right. Um, earlier this month. Pippen amended his lawsuit to accuse an unexpected person of vandalizing his Fort Lauderdale, Florida mansion, Glazier Woolshin's five-year-old daughter. The amended lawsuit says the girl defaced his property with crayons and markers and that her vandalizing ways show Glazier Woolshin and Jacob Woolshin failed as parents. Oh, man. It also added negligence and vicarious liability to the original accusations of conversion and breach of leash lease. 
Ah, there's a lot of big words in there. Pippin is suing for $109,317.62 to reimburse his trust, Scotty M. Pippin Revocable Trust, for the damages done to the six-bedroom mansion. Hmm. The story behind the lawsuit started way back in September of 2017 after Hurricane Irma tore through South Florida. The Wolshans were looking for temporary housing because their home had been damaged by the storm. So they entered into a rental agreement with Pippin's Trust to move into his fully furnished mansion, which was on the market for about $10 million. Wow. Really nice house. Imagine being out because your home was destroyed in a hurricane or something and <laughs> yeah. getting to move into a $10 million yes. mansion. Like, we just bought a house yesterday, and I'm like, wow, man, we've, we've really spent a lot of money here. You know? <laughs> yes. I, our house wouldn't even be like a rental house. I mean, like a <laughs> mother-in-law suite in the backyard of this place. So they moved in with their daughter, a Labrador dog, a cat, and a nanny slash housekeeper. Which, by the way, if you got a nanny, you're in a whole different tax bracket than I'll <laughs> I was ever just be in. to say. I can't afford a, a nanny. No, no, not at all. She paid a $50,000 security deposit, but the original lawsuit suggests that it wouldn't come close to covering the damages to the mansion. Some of the damages were allowing animals to pee on anything they choose, uh, damaging the front gate and destroying countless cabinets and drawers, Man. the suit said. Um, the Wilson's attorney, Mark uh, A. Cooperman, told the Daily Business Review that his clients acknowledge that some damage may have been done to the home, but nothing close to what the lawsuit alleges. Um, Cooperman told the newspaper that there was no need to put the child in the lawsuit. Hmm. So maybe they're going to get the kid like up on the stand and be like, <laughs> here's a piece of drywall, here's a crayon, let's see if what, let's do a handwriting sample and see if it matches <laughs> yes. what you got on the wall. Um, you know, I mean, I've kind of sided with Scotty here. If these people tore I up know, his place, I agree. You know, then they need to pay. And I'm sure putting the five year old in was probably just a move to get some publicity for it. Right. You know, eventually, I guess this will go to like a trial with jurors. And you got people like me and mm-hmm. you sitting here in Alabama going, yeah, I side with Scotty Pippen, you know? <laughs> well, so, here's the thing. Okay. If I was allowed to stay. In yeah. a $10 million you mansion. Think they would never rent to guys like me. <laughs> they wouldn't. But I tell you what, I would be the best tenant Absolutely. that Scotty Pippen has ever had yeah. because yes. I would be scared to death. Yeah. You want to talk my about my kid yeah. was going to do something and I was going to have to pay Absolutely. millions of dollars to fix it. <laughs> I mean, when we stepped inside the door, I'd be like, all right, gather around, kids. This is the plan. You were not touching anything. We can't afford <laughs> anything in here. You, you see, this cabinet is worth more than our whole house. So we're not even going to touch that. Everybody keep their hands in their pockets the whole time we're here. And if I see you touching anything, you're going to be in big trouble. Yes. That's all you got to do, you know? You are allowed to stay in this room. Yeah. Right. This room is as big as the house that we used to live in. So you you don't need any more room than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is just wild. And then, like, if if your five-year-old kid is drawing with crayons and you, like, see it, you know, like. Fix it. Fix it. Absolutely. Clean it. Yeah. Clean it off. Get a little bit of paint or whatever you got to do. I would be scared to death. Make a call. Hey, Scotty. Hey. Hey, buddy. I know. Look. Thank you for renting your house (laughs) to us in this time of day. You know, the hurricane took ours out. I'd like to throw that in there. Like, (laughs) hey, we're without a home right now, and you've allowed us to rent your place. Um, my daughter took some crayons and drew on the hall wall there. You know, the big, <laughs> yes. the big long hall with the marble floors mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, that's the one. She was writing, I love Scotty Pippen, yeah, by, loves the way. Yeah, loves by the you. way. She was writing hearts and actually I love said, you're better, you're better than Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to let you know, we're going to get that taken care of. Yes. I'm going to get it painted. We'll match the paint color and all that. I'm going to get a guy in here. We'll get that taken care of. <laughs> Won't happen again. Just want to get out in front of this and let you know that this <laughs> yeah. is what's went on. You know, don't even that 50000 security deposit, just keep it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we're going to handle this right here on our end. Nothing like this will happen anymore. Oh, yeah, we're keeping the dogs in the backyard. Yes, sir. I was sir. just yeah. say, kids, I know you love the lab, yeah. but we're going to the $10 million mansion, so the yeah. lab is going to the farm. That's wink, right. wink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, hey, no, no, Scotty, no, the dog is not inside. <laughs> no, sir. It is in the backyard. That's where we're keeping it. Uh, we get the nanny out there, scoop up his poop every day. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's cool. Your house is going to be, you're going to love it when you get back. Won't have any problems selling it. I'm sure you'll get, get all the money out of it. 
But you can't just let this continually go on until Scottie Pippen sues you over it. I mean, you know? Not gracious. Yeah, but I'd have and you can ask Thomas. Like the worst thing to Thomas Long in the whole world is before we go in anywhere, they have to get the speech of, "Hey guys, let's just try to act like a normal family." <laughs> you know, let's just pretend we all like each other. Let's <laughs> all no fighting, no hollering, Libby, no cartwheels in the middle of CC's pizza. Okay, we're just gonna act normal. We're going to do normal things. We're not going to break anything. Everybody keep your hands in your pockets. And then, you know, that's, and they get it before we go in anywhere <laughs> because I like to remind them all. And they then get we, it before we go in dirt cheap. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Don't break anything in the dollar store, guys. So <laughs> like we can't afford it. <laughs> so, anyways, I hope Scotty Pippen wins. Well, this next story is about a woman. Who worked as a nurse for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Despite not having any paperwork or education whatsoever to do. Wow. No, this is beside the point. But now <laughs> that you said it, it just popped in my mind. This guy from Fayette, I saw this on the Tuscaloosa News yesterday, got arrested for impersonating a weight loss doctor. I don't really? know him. I don't know who he is. His last name's Bolin. Uh-huh. You know? And uh, so let me just say, allegedly, in case they're trying to, somebody tries to sue right. us, I don't think he's, you know, whatever, innocent or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, he was just, I just was like, wow, from our hometown. That's interesting. Yeah. Although, you know, I'll, but I'll say this I think you'd have an easier time impersonating a weight loss doctor than you would a nurse. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. nurses are like the lifeblood of yes. the medical. Yeah service right. in america yeah oh yeah no i live with one i know they'll tell you all about it they're not like teachers they're not as bad as teachers they don't need that many pats on the back but they need some pats on the back one of my favorite and me and andrew when we went out to see him brought up because Lindsay is uh I, I think Lindsay's a nurse too but uh they you know like, oh i've worked three days in a row i'm so tired and me and andrew were just brought up like hey guys we work five days in a row <laughs> You know? yes. But it doesn't matter. Whatever you do will never match what a nurse does well, they when say she's lies. at work. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. One day, Dieter came home, talked about how tired she was and everything. And I was like, hey, you know, I've worked all day, too. I'm tired. I don't want to give the kids a bath or whatever. How many and people did was, you save? Well, that's what she said. <laughs> but you know what my response was? What? Nobody died around me either. <laughs> <laughs> Not one person died around me. So, really, I kept a lot of people alive, too. <laughs> Just like, I saved $200 for this family <laughs> that was right. trying to get a new bedroom I was just like, hey, I, this is back when I ran the restaurant. I was like, I didn't food poison anybody or anything. I kept everybody alive who came to my place. You know, I've been at work for 12 hours, too. So, you know, that did not go over well, by the way. Just if, if you're married to a Imagine nurse. that. Don't want to use that line with them ever. Did not go over well. Anyway, a woman with no training or certification who worked as a nurse in Jeanquiri for 20 years has turned out to not be a nurse at all, according to Quebec's Order of Nurses. So the the O-O-N. The Quebec Order of Nurses. (laughs) The Q-O-N. Q-O-N. The Q-O-N. Quan. (laughs) The order said this week it was looking into the case. The woman, whose identity has not been revealed, worked in several different departments in the hospital, including surgery. Wow. She had been using the license number of another accredited nurse who had the same name as her, who also works in the same region, according to the Center Integre Université de Santé de Services Sociaux. Yeah, that's all French. That's a lot of French words there. Anyway, that's the region's health authority. I should have just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Another employee with the regional health board became suspicious when the woman tried signing up for a training course earlier this spring. The license number she was using showed a different place of employment than the Jeanquery Hospital. The suspicions led to an internal investigation soon after the woman's firing. Wow. We're talking about producing fake documents. So the person was able to bypass our verification process, said Joelle Salford, spokesperson for the CIUSSS. The CIUSSS has reviewed its procedures as a result. Salford said the system will now flag CIUSSS management if the same nurse license number is being used by more than one employee. So she messed it up for all the other fake nurses out there. (laughs) You'd like to think they would have had something in place before all this, but I guess not. I guess not. Uh, She said the very serious dishonest acts were committed by a skillful woman 
Salford said that she couldn't say whether there had been any issues or accidents resulting from the woman's work at the hospital, only that if there were, they were dealt with at the time. To our knowledge, there were no major incidents communicated to the authorities, she said. Mm. Uh, Quebec Health Minister Danielle McCann said that she is satisfied with how the health authority and hospital management dealt with the matter. As soon as the establishment became aware of the situation, it took measures. It revised its hiring process for nurses. Uh, Luke Matthew, head of the Quebec Nurses Order, said incidents like this are rare. I would imagine it is rare yeah. that... A nurse has the exact same name as right. somebody else. Yeah. Who's <laughs> the same age. And then figures out what her license number is. That, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Anyway, Matthew said that the woman could be fined, and both the order and the authority are looking into the possibility of taking legal action. So, Well, you know. I mean, in my opinion, this is almost right up there with Leonardo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> yes. Like, this lady worked for 20, 20 years. 20 years. Had a career. Yeah. This is a career at yeah. this point. Like, yeah. she's, she's starting like to think about, about to get retirement. <laughs> she's starting to think about retirement yeah. 20 years in. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, uh, I guess Canada's different than the U.S. Because if this had happened in the U.S., probably wouldn't hurt anything about it. Because there would have been every <laughs> lawyer lined up going, I need to see every case she's ever worked on. And now yes. we're going to sue and we're going to get a lot of money. <laughs> Because uh, you've allowed somebody who's not licensed to work on her. Right. I guess Canada's got some different tort laws than we do, probably. You know, part of me thinks that if this is, uh, I mean, if she worked for 20 years and and did good work, I mean. Hey, let's just go ahead and grandfather her. (laughs) Maybe we should put her on the fast track to getting her certified so she can just keep on working. Because good nurses are hard to come by. Also, uh, I'm prepared, and you should prepare, too, to see a lot of uh, this is what socialized medicine gets you post (laughs) on Facebook. You know, here they come. Here they come. They'll be coming right on down the pipe. Yeah, but uh, that's, I mean, in one way, I have a lot of respect for this lady. Because she apparently cared about her job. You know, it wasn't like she was just in there all willy nilly doing whatever. Well, she didn't want to get fired. Right. Yeah. Right. But, the uh, only thing that got her fired was she didn't have certification. Yeah, she just outed. As like a, when she was outed when she was signing up for a training program. Right. She was yeah. trying to further her career. Yeah, well, you got to do CEUs to keep your license. Every I know all about it. I know all about it. Got to do CEUs. Got to do that for foster parents, too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Got to do continual education units or whatever they're called. Yeah. I probably need to do some of those, by the (laughs) way, now that I'm talking about it. But if can you they, do them online? Yeah, yeah. Deeper found this place where you can do it online, and she like sent me a, a screenshot of it. And I cannot find the place to take the courses online on there, so I'm gonna have to get her to show me, and then I'll probably like. Has it got, like a, be- has it got like a really sketchy web address? <laughs> no, the, but the day before it's like probably all do. I'll just be sitting in there like watching online courses and taking tests and everything for like 15 hours and turn them all in. Yeah. So you know, oh well. But yeah, too bad this lady is not uh, being allowed to practice her love of medicine anymore. <laughs> and I get it that there are people who have spent a lot of money and a lot of time going to college yeah. and getting the right certification to do yeah. this and taking all these tests and all these sleepless nights where they stay up studying for all this stuff. I yeah. understand this lady right. bypassed all of that. Yeah. And that's not fair, and that's not, not right. Yeah. But 20 years. Yeah, you would think you'd I mean, be like, well, she's <laughs> done a really good job. I know. You know? But, yeah, nursing school is no joke. You know, Deidre's, Deidre's it really, honestly, I, I joke about my wife a lot, but she's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. She, like, made mm-hmm. no bees in college and all that and got her four-year degree in three years and all It's a shame that she's so quiet yeah. for being as smart as she is. You'd think she'd speak up more. I'll put this caveat on it. <laughs> she's the smartest person I know that doesn't read. She never reads anything, but well, she knows I, a lot. I don't read anything. Either, oh, yeah? so. <laughs> I read a lot, and I'm one of the dumbest people I know. Maybe there's like a correlation <laughs> there. I was going to say, I read a lot on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I don't retain a lot of what I read. I can go through and read a bunch of stuff and I'll end up, and I'll be like, oh, what was that about? You know? So, but Maybe that's yeah, it. she's super smart and she's really great. And she, she worked hard during nursing school. Like for the, Time she was in nursing school, barely saw her any at all. Mm-hmm. You know, now she could have been with her other boyfriend studying. <laughs> I don't know, but like I've said, if she got another boyfriend, I'd just like for him to help us out with the bills every once in a while. <laughs> 
Well, let's move on to a Florida woman story. Let's do it. Florida woman spanked stepson. You want to guess how old he was? Well, I was about to say, okay, a woman. He missed his curfew, by the way. I do think that stepsons probably get a little bit more discipline yeah. than the than the biological right. sons. Well, Cinderella taught us that. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, so, and, you know, Florida woman spanking her son. That's that's nothing weird about that. Why yeah. is this even? Why are we talking about this, John? Well, he's twenty six years old. Oh, okay. I saw a video like this on the internet. One time. <laughs> I was just say, was there a cameraman there? <laughs> <laughs> so Valerie Lee Branch Galloway. Um, shout out to Nick and Brad Galloway, friends of mine, some of their kin folks. Uh, gave her stepson two choices when he missed his midnight curfew. He could either tell his father he was 30 minutes late or he could take the licks. <laughs> I bet he said, oh, please don't tell my dad. I'll take the licks. <laughs> the young man opted for the spanking. Judeo-Christian teachings, teachings <laughs> show sparing the rod will spoil the child. Even so, police in Largo told WTSP there was no child. He was 26 years old. (laughs) That's a a solid point on the cop's part, in my opinion. Branch Galloway reportedly struck him 11 times in the rear with a leather belt before he asked her to stop. (laughs) She denied his plea for mercy, telling him he had 19 more blows to go off the officer's side. One, one for every minute. <laughs> I mean, one for every minute you're late. Police arrested her Wednesday and charged her with domestic battery, and she has since been released on bail from Pinellas County Jail. Branch Galloway told investigators she did whip her stepson 30 times with a belt, but denied he ever asked her to stop. Okay. Uh, police she, said, in fact, she said he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> she said he was asking for it. Uh, police said he's been his stepmother for 13 years, and he's been living with her for three months. So, <laughs> so. I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> I would say if you're 26, you really don't need a curfew, right? Like, we've moved yeah, beyond thinking, the curfew. I was thinking that, you know, 26, you're a fully grown man. Now, maybe yeah. your parents who you're living with, maybe you should respect their rules. Absolutely. But, uh but yeah, you come on. You're a man yeah, right. at that point, or right. you're supposed to be. Ain't nobody whipping me with a belt at 26 <laughs> no. unless I ask them to. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So maybe there's more to the story than we we have here. But you know, I will say that if that dude ran in my social circle, he oh, would never forget. Absolutely this. <laughs> not. He would be getting roasted all the time. <laughs> like like you know, next time we're meeting up somewhere. Getting coffee or whatever, it'd be like, yeah. dude, you're late. You're getting, you're getting the belt. Right. You don't get here. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Have a one for every minute, buddy. Uh, I've, I've, and maybe this explains a lot to our listeners. I've never been whipped by a belt in my life ever. Okay, I got spanked by a lot of different things. My mom's weapon of choice was a metal handled fly swatter. Okay, which she still has, by the way. And uh, that thing hurt so bad. <laughs> um, but never got – we got whipped with switches. But, you know, I, I grew up in an era where, like, your friend's parents would spank you. Right. Like, one of my friend's dads had a ping-pong paddle he would whip us with. That <laughs> thing was pretty brutal, by the way. Uh, I got the belt, but I never got 30 licks. I got 20. 20? <laughs> I got 20. Wow. wow. Which is way better than 30. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not a big, you know, I don't, I don't know that you got to always spank your kids or whatever. I'm not a, yeah. a big guy, like, or, you know, like one of those people are like, well, my my dad beat me with a grandfather clock, and I turned out all right, you know, or whatever, <laughs> yes. you know. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. But when you're 26, you ought not to be taking a spanking anymore, right? You're gonna agree. have to fist fight me, you know, <laughs> stepmom. Yeah. At that point, you you know you get kicked out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know you don't get a whooping. Yeah. You, you get a eviction notice. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> in my opinion. And like you say, I got it. If you live, in, I'm living with my parents right now. If they're like, "Hey, be home <laughs> at midnight," I'm gonna be home at midnight. Does your I mama know where you are right now? <laughs> she does. <laughs> she absolutely does. So. But my mom's not gonna get off the get the floss water out if I come home a little late. <laughs> right. You know. But. Yeah, that's kind of a weird story. But there are a lot of weird people in the world. There is. A lot of weird people in Florida. I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. We've all got our... <laughs> we, all got, we all got our own things, man. 
<laughs> like I say, I'm, I've heard tell there's a whole section on different websites where you can find stuff like this. I don't know. Okay. Well, this is my last story for the day. Hawaii hiker says that she followed a voice down an unfamiliar trail. Then she got lost for 17 days. Okay. And this comes from CNN, so... You know, take it for take that for what it's worth. It's fake <laughs> Maybe news. it's fake. We don't know. It's not. I saw it on a lot of different websites. <laughs> Three weeks ago, Amanda Eller felt drawn to go to the Makawo Forest Reserve on the Hawaiian island of Maui to collect with nature and get grounded. Okay. If she wanted to get grounded, maybe she should have moved in with that Florida woman. That's right. <laughs> if she wouldn't have got grounded, she got beaten. <laughs> anyway. She had rarely been to that park and hadn't been in months, but that day she was called to go. The 35-year-old physical therapist who had a whole day to herself figured she'd go for a three-mile hike and spend a couple hours in the woods. Okay. Sounds like a great way to spend your day. That's right. I don't really know what happened, she said Tuesday morning, speaking to reporters while in a wheelchair. All I can say is that I have a strong sense of internal guidance, whatever you want to call that, a voice, a spirit, Everyone has a different name for it. I would say if she got lost for 17 days, her internal guidance. Not, not as very good. Or need to get a trust, new GPS. Not as trusty as a compass. Yeah, right. Yeah, Tom Tom led you down the wrong path. <laughs> My heart was telling me to walk down this path, go left, great, go right. It was so strong. She said it turned out to be not nearly as strong when after meditating on a log, she wanted to go back to her car. Mm. She tried one path, and it didn't get her back to her car, and then she tried another. No luck, and another. She came to the real- realization that she wasn't on a human path. She was on a boar path, so oh, yeah. she's on a game trail. Right. At that point, I had no choice because everything looked the same. I said, the only thing I have is my gut. I don't have a compass. You should always have a compass when you go in yeah. the woods. And don't have a cell phone, you know, if you have a generation five or later iPhone, you got a compass on your phone. I was going to say, yeah, and your GPS will work regardless if you have cell service or mm-hmm. not. If you have a generation five or later, right. just, just so, so everybody out there knows. She said, so spirit or whatever you want to pray to, I said, I need your help right now. Okay. <laughs> she said, that we she, like to call him God <laughs> around here, but whatever. <laughs> she said that she listened to her sense of guidance, you know, the one that led her down the path to begin with. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> which instead of taking your back to her car took her on a five mile journey that she called a spiritual boot camp. Okay, she was gone for seventeen days, and she probably five miles in seventeen days. That's I know you can go a long way yeah. in seventeen days. Right? I mean, you could go a real long way hiking. I was I'm starting to work wonder if she got beamed up by aliens during that time. I don't know. That's wild. It says. Eller ended up spending 17 days in the woods trying to get back to her car and then just trying to stay alive and catch the attention of searchers and helicopters. Mm. She spent two days in a Maui hospital after being treated for severe sunburn, a twisted knee, and ankle problems before she went home Monday night. She hopes to be back at work in two weeks. Okay. Eller- a little extra vacation time. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Eller- no, my knee's really hurting, boss. Can't get back in. Remember, I was lost in the woods. I was gone 17 days <laughs> yeah. without food or water. I probably used all my sick time up. <laughs> now I'm going to use my vacation days, but whatever. Eller thinks the day she spent being alone in the woods, surviving on berries and stream water, is part of something bigger, something that has been changing her life since she moved to Maui four years ago. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> you know, it's God's will. Maybe so. God wanted you to be lost. It taught the physical therapist. That's to, very Calvinist, by the way, that whole, <laughs> that last sentence I just said, but whatever. It taught the physical therapist who often treats people in great pain what it's like to be on the patient's side. I mean, talk about making lemonade out of lemons. I guess so. <laughs> Eller, who is also a yoga teacher, said that she would get down and feel like a victim. This is not your punishment. This is your destiny. This is your journey. This is part of your path, she said. She said she eventually accepted that this would be a gauntlet of physical, painful endeavors that she had to choose, and she had to choose life. Mm. Eller said she would also find things that she could use to spell out SOS, and she hated pink. She would hang pieces of clothing where it would be seen from the air. But as helicopters passed over, she estimated there were at least 20 times 
where they were nearby, but she couldn't she couldn't see the helicopters, and the helicopters couldn't see her. Got you. <laughs> Again, five miles. I mean, yeah, <laughs> really, <know>? <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> Uh, until Friday evening when a helicopter surveying the area to put search crews into the forest spotted her. She had been sitting out on a rock frying in the sun, and here came another helicopter, but she saw someone pointing at her. I just fell to the ground and started bawling, she said. So Okay. I guess the internal spirit decided she'd had enough. That's right. Come and get her. <laughs> in hindsight... Eller says that even though she hates cell phones, she should have taken hers with her into the forest. You think? Yeah, maybe so. You might want to run that by the spirit first. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> and she also says that she will take a bottle of water next time. Oh, I would she recommend... didn't even take a bottle of water with no, her? No, she was drinking stream water. Well, I figured she ran out of whatever she took, you know, and then she's like, well, I'm going to drink stream water. You know, yeah. I would I would take a life straw. They're yeah. not that expensive. No, they're, they're not. They're pretty awesome. They're all right. Let's not act like they're the greatest. Okay. <laughs> uh, they're, they're not the right. greatest, but there's a nice thing to have in your pack you're going to, have to you're lay, going out in the you got to lay down in some mud to get you get your water it but that's going fine. thirsty sure yeah <laughs> right i mean you could just start a fire and boil the water but whatever if you want to drink hot water in the sun well you can let it cool off <laughs> nobody says you gotta drink it hot wow you're going about this all wrong but you know uh, you know for, you know i like life straws i'm not down to life straws. i was just gonna say you're right from now on i'll just make sure to carry my big metal pot no and my fire starter you, you just need a can like a like a soda can you can do that bear grills he boiled water in a plastic bottle mm-hmm. as long as you know you keep it full of water right. it won't burn through it yeah yeah you but, can do all that like i'd say i'm you know as the lone eagle scout on this show <laughs> all right. oh you gonna pull rank on me well, yes <laughs> one thing i would say uh buddy system always have somebody with you yes you know also always let somebody know when you're going hiking mm-hmm. especially if you're going alone like hey i'm going and i should be coming back out at this time if y'all don't hear from me let's start looking you know <laughs> yes. time to get the helicopters also, compass and maybe a topo map, and you'd be fine yeah. if you know how to use both of them. You can you can get anywhere. But I've done some pretty rough hiking. Mm-hmm. Been through all the Badlands in South Dakota before. <laughs> As an 18 year old, for some reason, my parents let me drive to South Dakota by myself <laughs> and hike in like I mean all kind of different conditions. Yeah. But uh, you know that was one of those things. There were no trails, no nothing, and we just had to use a compass, shoot azimuths, you know, find points and all that to right. find our way back. We could have easily gotten lost in an area that had no drinkable water at all. <laughs> yes, but we, we were both Eagle Scouts, we both knew what we were doing. You know, as dependable as an internal guidance is. Yeah, this is not the best. An iPhone is way better. Yeah, and if you can't have an iPhone, a compass right. and a topo map. Also, want to pay attention to landmarks while you're on your way. <laughs> yes. You know, in so you can just if everything else fails, you can go. Oh, I remember the big tree with the broken branch on it. I need to go walk by it. You know, right. or whatever. Or, you know, I I went over this ridge and down into this saddleback or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. But five miles in 17 days, <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I'm skeptical. You yeah. Know? I'm very skeptical. And if you find a stream, you may just want to follow it. Especially if you're in Hawaii, it's definitely going to lead you to the ocean at some point in time, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Let's, let's just follow the stream, you know? You probably only need to follow it a little over five miles. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. But <sighs> whatever. Not everybody's experienced. You know, I don't know anything about yoga. She knows <laughs> way more about yoga than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I really think I could get into yoga. Like, I love stretching. Yeah. Stretching, like, when you wake up in the morning, whatever, it feels great, you know? Mm-hmm. But I can't make the fashion commitment to yoga. <laughs> it just, and I would feel so awkward going to a yoga studio. I mean, like, just imagine me <laughs> yes. in a yoga studio. I would be so awkward. I can see you teaching yoga. I don't know if I can see you, like, doing <laughs> yoga. But I can see you as the guru up there in front of a bunch of. You know, mid thirties, early forties. I've considered starting. Women. A, I've considered starting a cult several times in my life. <laughs> yeah, I've considered it. Just haven't ever gotten around to it. <laughs> so my last story here. Um, shout out to our friend Kevin from Where's the Line podcast. Yeah. Everybody check out his show. It's really awesome. Um, this comes from trusted news site HomeLuxury.net. Um, a parrot trapped on the roof keeps telling a fire crew to F off. <laughs> Some say you're saying heck. I don't know. 
Um, firefighters are risking their own life to save ours, and there are not only humans they're helping, but animals as well. And while we are so grateful for the job they do, we can't say the same for some of the animals they've rescued. Okay. While trapped on a roof, Jesse, a McCall parrot, didn't have the best opinion about the rescue team sent to rescue her. And she expressed her thoughts by using some words just as colorful as her plumage. (laughs) The rescue team received some instructions from the bird's owner. He told them to say, I love you, to try to better bond with the parrot. (laughs) However, it seems Jesse doesn't want to share the same feelings and in response, she wished the rescuer to F off. <laughs> Jesse had been on the same roof for three days, and there were concerns that she may be injured, which is why she hadn't come down when we then discovered that she had a bit of a foul mouth and kept swearing, much to our amusement, watch manager Chris Swallow told Metro. As you probably expect, Jesse also ignored the firefighter's attempt to convince her to come to safety In the end, despite its grumpy mood, Jessie appeared to be perfectly fine. She was finally reunited with her owner, but only after she flew to another roof and then to a tree near her house. I I will say, you know, I mean, I I, I try not to use bad language, but if someone was asking me that over and over and over and over again, I'd be tempted to tell them the same thing. Right. (laughs) As documented on this show, I never use bad language. (laughs) Uh, Ever. Uh, I don't appreciate assertions that I do. <laughs> and, uh, but I, like I said on the Facebook post when Kevin put it up, if you could fly, wouldn't you say the same thing to the fireman? Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. I don't need rescue. Yeah, me. screw off. I'll get down here when I want to get down here. I got wings. Yeah, I got do wings, Do you buddy. have wings? Yeah. Oh, no, you don't have wings because you're using a ladder. Yeah, yeah. That's all you had to bring a ladder up here. You think I'm trusting you? You can't even fly, you know? Uh, anyways, I, I just, you know, hey, guys, parrots. You know, Excellent point. Hey, let's try to let's try to watch your language, parents. There are people analyzing, you know, your every word and running it through, you know, voice recorders and pointing out spikes and all this stuff. So let's just be cool and understand that sometimes – I think the parrot may have been saying heck off, and <laughs> other people may may think it's a little differently. I uh, think it's a little different. So, anyways, parrots sometimes have foul language. All right. All right. Yeah, you ready for community news? Not yet. I've got 99 problems. Heard you have problems. Oh, uh, here's the problems. More money, more problems. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because... Today, we have our first ever uh, list of problems that was sent in by a listener. Yeah. And that's a very short list, but we're going to go through them. And okay. today, our list comes from uh, someone named Thanos. No. Okay. Mad Titan. Okay. So. One of our biggest listeners. It must be like a screen name. I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure what that is. Let's see. Anyway. All right. Thanos' list of problems. Number one, unchecked population growth. Okay. So, yeah, that's bad. I'm not 100% sure I agree with him. I think uh, if humanity would just spread out, I don't know if it's quite the, the yeah. problem. But Thanos disagrees with me. Well, okay. I'm for Mother Nature making her choice and burning us all up with climate change. <laughs> all right. Uh, number two, adoption. Oh. says here, I tried it twice. Both were an ungrateful pain in the butt. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, John, what? How's adoption turned out for you? Well, not, uh, not, a, not officially not a, adopted. It's not adoption. Yeah, foster care. But yeah, it's going great. It's really been great. <laughs> okay, very grateful. I hope your uh, experience is better than yeah. Thanos's. Sure. All right. Now, number three, humans in general. Never met a human that I got along with. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm kind of fifty-fifty on humans. Yeah, I really hate them. By the way. <laughs> I'm with him on this one. Love individuals, hate humanity. Yeah. Uh, number four, people, and this might be some mild spoilers. Okay. But uh, four, people who point out that Nebula should have only had enough pin particles for her to get back to the future, not enough for Thanos' spaceship and his entire army. That went right over my head. That went all over my head. Okay. No idea what that's about. And last, uh, Western medicine, natural selection is the only medicine that humanity needs. Right. You got 
perfectly balanced. <laughs> so, yes. Natural selection and or socialized medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Thanos, for bringing that in. Yes. Yeah. And if you have any complaints or problems you want to send to us. Because we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Well, I mean, I have probably a million more. It was actually just sitting down and putting them into a into a, 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 a quotient list that I could use. But, uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot uh, this week. But I can always just rant about, <laughs> about whatever. Anything. Yeah, anything. Um, so let's move on to... Our community news. Let's do it. All right. Also occurred to me, why haven't we just recorded me saying this ad one time and just, <laughs> and just replay you know, it? Like, why am I reading it every time? We can do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that big a deal. You know, I was gonna say sometimes you like slip in uh, I, just about every time I try story, to. Yeah. I try to. But yeah. if you want to, if you want to just that's, record it, that's fine. Okay. Let's just keep doing. It. I was just like, <laughs> while I was listening this week, listening back this week, I was like, you know, we've done the show seventy times, and it hadn't really occurred to us <laughs> at any point. Like, hey, let's just record this and and plug it in every time. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> just pulling back a curtain for our listeners there. Yeah. So, and that way they know they're getting an authentic read every time, and they want to listen to that's it. That's true. You know, <laughs> that's why we've been doing it is for our advertiser. Right. Well, live ad reads cost a lot more than than. <laughs> canned ones so yes. you know brandon just to let you know <laughs> okay he, he might say when you start selling some cajun curl we'll that's right i think we've sold a little bit <laughs> we've sold a little bit all right we want to thank our sponsor world famous cajun curl bayou blended spice for their support check them out at cajuncurl.com you can order the spice and their cajun curl cutter for potatoes right there on cajuncurl.com it was created on the Elm Bayou in the Evangeline Parish uh, down in Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, beating your stepson, and anything <laughs> else you can think of putting it on. Beating your stepson because he's bad. He's naughty. <laughs> he's a naughty little stepson. <laughs> the spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use. It's easy to clean and will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your next door neighbor isn't going to be able to top that. And that's really what life's about is showing up your next door neighbor. That's right. And let me tell you, the homemade potato chips with a Cajun curl spice on them will change your life. And I still harken back to that day. I tried them for the first time and I was blown away. <laughs> on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it. All of their products are made in the USA, so you not only so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel super patriotic, like a MAGA rally with <laughs> George Washington leading it, um, yeah. while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use their promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Excellent. All right, this week we don't have any new uh, iTunes reviews. Oh, so we're going to read a couple of Facebook reviews. Okay. Uh, this one comes from uh, Stan Blanton. Oh, hey, yeah. guys, great podcast. Y'all crack me up. Love hearing all the crazy news and especially hearing you all ramble on about it. Five stars. So nice. thank you so much. Uh, Kimmy, she said, uh, the funniest guys on the planet. Yay. So... Kimmy also, I don't know if you Larry saw. Larry the Cable Guy, eat your heart out. That's right. <laughs> yeah, of course, the funniest guy on the planet, Larry the Not Cable anymore. Guy. Right. Uh, she said she was going to try to make us a theme song. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That was all on a, she messaged us on the Facebook page. Okay, so. cool. Yeah. And then uh, now, I told her it had to be good. You know, <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to play it if it's not good. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Or if we do, we might make fun of it. So she's got to be prepared for that. <laughs> Just prepare her emotionally for it. Yes. Love Kimmy, though. Really great listener. <laughs> And uh, Heather, she says, two of the funniest guys that I've ever heard. Oh, two of? Oh, oh, goodness, Heather. Come on. (laughs) I mean, we got to be funnier than most people, right? Well, you know, according to Kimmy, we're the funniest on the planet. I'll take that. Yeah. I don't see Heather offering to make us a theme song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Heather. Let's get it together. Step your game up. That's right. Yeah, get out the Casio (laughs) keyboard and let's see what happens. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, is there anything else? No, other than, you know, if you know somebody that hadn't listened to the show, tell them about it. Yeah. You know? Tell one person. That's all we ask. If we, if you think that we're great, share us with your friends yeah. so they can enjoy the show like you do. Yeah. If you think we're terrible, share the show with your Absolutely. friends so you can laugh at them because yeah. they downloaded the show yeah. and listened to it. Right. And everybody unsubscribe and resubscribe. <laughs> all right. Let's just do that for us this week, too. <laughs> And uh, again, if you would have some problems that you would like to us to put out to the world, right? Because we're about bringing people together. Exactly. And we think the way you do that is point out everyone's flaws in exactly. their behavior. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if you want to, you know, call our number and you know record a bumper for us, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great too. Yeah, forgot all about that little thing. <laughs> yeah. Had one guy, Kevin, who did it. So <laughs> yes. It's really catching on like wildfire here. <laughs> it's, uh, this is it right here. This is Earth Oddity. And these are your hosts, Christopher Teeny Sullivan and John Lang. Not oh, it's bad. Great. It's, it's great. great. Yeah. Yeah. Really professional. Probably a little more professional than our normal one. <laughs> I know. You know? Like, it is. He's trying to put my dad out of work. <laughs> He's coming close to well, doing it. <laughs> that's fine. Eddie will be okay. <laughs> well, anyway. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from iTunes, yep. from, I guess, Apple Podcasts now, yep. Google Podcasts, right. Spotify, yep. iHeartRadio, yep. TuneIn. We're on them all. Also could record this and just put it in every week, just like the, you know, this whole ending every time. But by the way, that's, <laughs> that's an excellent point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Yep. If you would like to tweet at us, you can catch us on Twitter, underscore. Earth Oddity. Yep. And do you like pictures? Oh, we got them all the time. Sometimes we post pictures. It's coming every day. You can get those over at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yeah, you can see what me and Tiny look like. A couple can. of just handsome guys. <laughs> and if all that fails, mm-hmm. and you hate social media and technology in general because you know it's going to you know, be the demise of the human race, that's right. You can give us a phone call and leave us a voicemail message. What's that number? That number is 662 493 2059-662-493-2059. Call and leave a message. And we hope everybody out there has an excellent week. That's right. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Leave us a review. Yeah. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.